that's an internal thing. It is not an other side of the person thing. It's like, why are you always questioning? Why are you always wondering? If you're thinking that all the time, guess what? Those relationships will pop up and the greatest guy that's meant for you is in front of you, but you will treat this person like they're going to cheat. You're going to start having these Mm -hmm. behaviors that will push them away or they will notice that, okay, something's off here and they're not going to stay in an environment that isn't uh, healthy as well, right? And now they start to get accused of things that they're not even doing. So it has to start with inner work, really, truly loving yourself. And when you can acknowledge that you're not really where you want to be, doesn't mean you can't have love, but work on the things that you want to improve so that when that person shows up, you can really be authentic knowing you're getting better. You're progressing every day. You're better and you're healthier and you're happier. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. On today's episode, I'm sitting down with Carmelia Ray, and she is a celebrity matchmaker. She's known for connecting entrepreneurs and is a relationship expert. And we dive deep into everything about relationships today. And one of my first questions to her was, how does somebody navigate through an unsupportive partner. So along, you know, my many years of coaching, I've had many biweekly check-ins saying that their partner is just not supportive of their change and their new lifestyle. And so we dive deep into that and we talk all things relationships. And I just love this conversation because I think relationships are so important. Friendships, partnerships, it's what makes us thrive in life. So I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. And if you do, please be sure to take a screenshot or leave me a review. I would appreciate it. I love you guys so much for tuning in every week and I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the show, Carmelia. I am so excited to chat with you today. Me too. (laughs) We are going to get into the power of great relationships and you are the person for that to teach us that. And I have a lot of questions for you today because I truly feel when you are able to build strong and authentic relationships and actually keep them, that's the key to continuing to level up and grow in your life. hundred percent. I agree. Yay. So I am going to start off with a question that is, I feel like it's, it's going to speak to our audience and it might even trigger a little bit, but it's something that I see often a lot in my own coaching practice and just in the fitness industry in general. Um, you know, 
when women start to like work on themselves, you know, they, they either work on their health, their fitness, their nutrition, their body starts to change. You start working on their mindset. You know, it all trickles down into everything. They start to feel confident and more empowered in their life. Yes. Sometimes what happens is they find that their partners are not very supportive throughout the process. And obviously they're feeling really good and happy, but the lack of support and happiness from their partner is, is a huge struggle that a lot of women face. Can you talk to that or maybe give some advice around that? Sure. And and this, you're saying this is actually happening with the women that are in your program and they're experiencing the transformation and that's what they're getting from their partners, correct? Not every woman, but yes, sure, a course. lot of them, a lot We're of them. Yeah. I've been that. coaching since 2012 and I get a lot of that in their biweekly check-ins. They're like, oh, yeah, he's just not supporting me. Yeah. So here's the thing. When you are in partnership with someone, you are still two individual people. And, 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 and this is just my best guess, because of course you're asking me a generalized question and mm-hmm. I'm just going based on experiences that I've had. And for your audience, I've been in the dating space for 30 years. I've literally spoken to over 60,000 singles who were once couples and many couples, many of my friends are in that situation. So when a partner is not supportive of um, your clients who are now feeling better, looking great, it's almost like uh, Jenny, uh, misery loves company, right? It's Mm. like, oh, we were both kind of comfortable just because you chose to like change your diet and all of that, they didn't make that commitment, right? So it's like, don't expect me to eat your food or maybe they're like, well, are you going to cook for me? It's it's really, it's selfish behavior, unfortunately. And I don't want to judge their partner, but perhaps another thing is is, uh, preparing. If you're thinking about doing these things is also to prepare your partner for the fact that you are going to do these things and what your reasons are. It, mm-hmm. it could, the upset could also come from sometimes we as women make decisions and we don't tell our partners, right? Yeah. And so all of a sudden, like maybe they feel like they were left out. And Jenny, mm-hmm. if you're spending all this time with you and talking to you um, about things and they're not talking to their husbands, that could also be a, a reason why they may not be supportive is they feel like, here they are getting better from themselves and with no thought to them. Like that could also be a thing. Like if I'm getting meal service and it's happened, I've had meal service delivered to my house and it's like, oh, so you get to eat all the healthy good food <laughs> and I get to eat Doritos. Like how fair is that? Right. So, so that could be a thing. And then of course, Jenny, and I'm not saying that it could be in, in, in um, the case of your clients, anytime there's a change and it's not discussed, or if there's already pre-existing relationship issues, and part of that is communication or insecurity mm. on the partner. If the partner was already feeling very insecure, how much more secure are they going to feel when their partner's looking amazing and feeling amazing? And deep down inside, they may be feeling like now they're not good enough. And now mm. they're not, um, you know, they're not feeling inspired to do it. And it, they get more depressed. So these are just the different scenarios of, of why a partner's not might not be supportive. And I completely get the frustration of somebody who's thinking, why aren't you happy for me? I'm looking better. I'm feeling better. I think at the end of the day, it really comes down to that communication in your whole family, 
Like, what does that look like? Maybe your clients need to share with them their goals. Why did they do this? Why are you so upset? How can I support you? Is this something you want to do? Like, and also how are they being hangry girls? It's not fun going through some stuff. And I know that I'm moody and bitchy. I'm just saying it straight up. If it's like tough and maybe their mood is changing too. So these are the things that we have to always be accountable for. How open are we with our partners? I hope that was helpful. It was very helpful. I think the underlining message is communication, talking to them, talking to them, not just springing it on them. And also no judgment. I feel like when some women start on this journey, it's like now their husbands can't bring anything around. Like, oh, he's bringing pizza home. Well, he didn't choose to do this, right? You have to be secure within your decision and be okay if he's still bringing pizza and wings home. That shouldn't deter you. And that might show up to you that he's not, you know, supportive, but to him, he didn't choose this path and you have to have that, um, I guess support with him too, right? Like he, he didn't make that decision initially. And, and that's why I was saying perhaps the, the decision or conversation of what is the household going to do? Mm-hmm. What's the impact to him? If you guys had regular date night and your favorite restaurant, it was, I don't know, uh, any restaurant, I can't even think of anything, but now you, now you can't go out to eat. And now that's impacting on him. Oh, now we can't drink wine. So this is why I think it's really important to communicate with the partner. Look, I'm going to enter an eight-week program. I'm going to enter a this program. Yeah. Like I, I could really use your support versus expe- expecting the support's already going to be there. Well, why wouldn't you support me? Well, I don't even know what you're doing. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's yeah. probably yeah. what it is. And so if they're upset about that, they're probably upset about other things and it's mm-hmm. time to sit down and really have an open conversation about it. That's awesome. That's communication. Communication is so, so key. And I want to ask you specifically about relationships, not necessarily partnerships, but relationships yeah. in all aspects of your life. Um, how does a person attract a good relationship? Um, it could be a business collab. It could be yeah. a partner in life or just a friendship. Cause a lot of people, um, have, have actually a lot of women have told me recently, like moms that they're just having a hard time keeping good relationships in their life and they feel kind of alone. Yes. I'm okay. This is going to sound super like you, a lot of advice that I get give or share has been advice given to me. Mm-hmm. I have worked with many, many coaches in my life. I've worked with fitness coaches as well. Um, After this, I'm probably going to be working with you, Jenny, for (laughs) sure. Because I mean, I love everything that you're up to. And and I think it's important that you try different um, methods and models and coaching and same with relationships. The number Mm. one thing that I want to say, and I even posted this recently on my Instagram, how to attract a partner, how to manifest a partner. It always comes from who are you being? Because who you're being is somebody that will attract other people. I don't, I'm not attracted to somebody that's not like me or, or not like somebody I want to be. So those are two considerations. 
if you, if, when you don't like yourself or if you don't like yourself, and again, when people do programs, they don't like their weight, they want to get rid of it. They know there's a better version of themselves or even a healthier version. Let's not say better, a healthier, happier, more confident version of themselves. Mm. When you want to attract that partner, you've got to take on that you are going to uh, vibrate and, and be that healthy um, per- version of yourself. When you're unhealthy, it's kind of like in my dating, dating practice and matchmaking, when someone comes to me and they're like, I want someone who's fit, who's tall, who's educated and all of this. And in front of me is somebody who has none of those. Okay. Like yeah. I'm, I'm like, like none of those. And so it's not, and it's, it's almost like, well, what would make, what, why would you think that person is attracted to you? Like, what are you bringing to the table? So it's all in your mindset, really. I, this is, this is universal laws that I believe very much in the law of attraction. I believe very much in karma and what you vibrate and attracting those people. So when you have that intention of attracting a healthy partner, you're going to look for the behaviors. You're going to look for the evidence that this is somebody that it, that understands communication, if that's important, that understands checking in, that understands being their word, that understands honesty. So when they say, I'm going to call you at X time, uh, five or 10 minutes, but even when you are impeccable with your word, which is what one of the four agreements, I'm reading that book right now, in the four agreements, the first agreement is be impeccable with your word. That means I can count on you. I, you know what, there was a part of me, we had this uh, one o'clock Zoom today or podcast. I didn't speak to you beforehand and I just clicked the Zoom link and there you are because, and and in my head, I'm like, did I confirm? Did I not confirm? (laughs) I was actually writing you as you clicked in. I was like, um. Hi, I know I'm for you for the Zoom. We didn't even, yeah. But right. However, as business women, we respect each other. We know that we're going to show sure, up for each other. Mm-hmm. Sure. And there's times I won't be on the other end of that Zoom, or you might not be. And I would expect my my hope is that there would have been a communication of yeah. support, or mm-hmm. I, I, and we make mistakes. So to the the same point, when you want to attract that relationship, you have to know what does that relationship even look like. Because if you've had no experiences of a healthy relationship, all this goes back to early childhood. Now, I'm a dating coach and a matchmaker. I'm not a therapist. Yet I've done therapy. I subscribe to therapy. And anybody who hasn't really come to terms with or hasn't truly defined what is a healthy relationship? Mm -hmm. For example, Jenny, how many women have come to you that have never loved their body, that have never felt like great about themselves, even though they look great, they just never felt great. It's in the mindset. Yep. If you've never had a great relationship or evidence of one, or you come from a divorced family, or even you're a married family where they didn't talk to each other, what do you even know what a healthy relationship is? So I think it's really important to have that support, to know what that looks like, to know what it feels like. And by feeling, meaning how do you want to feel around this person? What Mm -hmm. kind of emotions do you want to have around this person? Excited? Uh, You know, nobody wants to feel anxious. Are you always anxious? Are you always questioning? That's an internal thing. It is not an other side of the person thing. It's like, why are you always questioning? Why are you always wondering? If you're thinking that all the time, guess what? Those relationships will pop up and the greatest guy that's meant for you is in front of you, but you will treat this person 
like they're going to cheat. You're going to start having these Mm -hmm. behaviors that will push them away or they will notice that, okay, something's off here and they're not going to stay in an environment that isn't uh, healthy as well, right? And now they start to get accused of things that they're not even doing. So it has to start with inner work really, truly loving yourself. And when you can acknowledge that you're not really where you want to be, doesn't mean you can't have love, but work on the things that you want to improve so that when that person shows up, you can really be authentic knowing you're getting better. You're progressing every day. You're, you're better and you're healthier and you're happier. I love that. In your practice, do you, when somebody comes to you to get, you know, to find love, to find a partner, do you encourage them to work on themselves first? Like, is that, is that a process that you, that you take your clients through? Um, Obviously you're not the therapist, but I'm not the therapist. And the the beauty about it is I choose who I work with. So Mm. if somebody is not, in my opinion, showing like that, I think would be difficult for me to work with, because like, if I, if I'm constantly showing great options and you find every fault in this person. And I'm like, when did I have a human making machine? I don't make people (laughs) like, I can't give you a blonde hair, blue eyes, perfect body, or, or I can't give you a guy with a a million dollars in the bank account. I can, but I mean, (laughs) you know, know, it's just, when you start to see those things or even in the uh, intake, what is their idea of a relationship? Do, have they done the work? Do they, do they, um, want to find love? Can they acknowledge, uh, their, their faults or what they've worked on? I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, Jenny, and most people that have come to me because I'm attracting my ideal clients. Yeah. I have to, they've done the work or they're doing their work or they're in the work. And they're saying to me, I want someone who's self-aware, who gets it. They must have read this book or they got to know the, 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 the love, their love language or whatever it is. So really lucky that that's the case. If they're not ready, then I absolutely point them to those resources. And I have recommended my clients to dermatologists, to to, uh, fitness coaches, to nutritionists, to um, uh, doctors, if they're dealing with stuff, because I want to help my clients find love. And in doing that, they have to deal with the things that they're not happy with because they're mm-hmm. going to bring that into the relationship. So, and coaching is part of my matchmaking, but coaching in terms of dealing with day-to-day things, not really the deep, like, let's get your mind straight and yeah. talk about what love looks like. We work on what that looks like so that I'm clear who I should match them with. And, and of course, if there's hiccups or they do need additional coaching and it's beyond my scope, I'll make those recommendations to who they should see and what they should do. Wow. That's, I'm just so intrigued by what you do because I've never, I, I, I always joke with Vince. I'm like, if we, we have a, such a great loving relationship, but we're just, we're joking. We're like, if we ever had to do this whole dating thing, we, it would be foreign to us. Cause we, we met at our company. Like we met within the fitness industry. We loved the same things. And it was more of a friendship to start off with that grew into love. Um, but I don't know what I would do if I, we had to do like these apps or, you know, well, you'd, uh, you know, what you would yeah, I would, yeah, <laughs> it would be you. It would be you. <laughs> yeah, you know what you would do. Yeah. yeah and, and that's every man and every woman that has come to me post marriage or even mm-hmm. post like serious relationship. 
And sometimes, Jenny, it, it wasn't their choice. Yeah. Sometimes it was their yeah. choice. Sometimes they're completely blindsided. They thought they were so happy. And when you come from that place, like, was I blind? Did I miss the memo? Now you're now you have no confidence because you're thinking, God, like, what did I miss? But yeah. when you yeah. get when you get that it's out of your control and maybe you missed nothing. And mm. this person's a, 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 a master manipulator. You can't be like, oh, is this a manipulator? Is this real? When you mm. come into that, because what can you do? There's things you can control and things you cannot control. If there was no signs of behavior that led to, oh my God, I can't trust him or this or that. Sometimes people in hindsight will say, ah, I missed that. That's not happening again. Oh, I let this slide. 10 times. That's not happening again. Now you now you set strong boundaries. You're mm-hmm. clear on what you're willing to accept and what you're not. Because at the end of the day, it should not feel like people have to go through friggin' 10,000 hoops to go through you and break through, you know, massive barriers in order to, you know, get to your heart. Love is a risk of yeah. all any kind. However, there's evidence of whether or not this person's great for you on are your communication styles um, the same? If somebody hates texting and they prefer phone calls and that's what you've communicated and they still continue to text and there's no uh, compromise, then you've got to know it's either their way or your way or mm-hmm. the wrong for you, right? Because mm-hmm. we will compromise many, many things. You just don't compromise your core mm-hmm. values. And those core values are, are, are different for different people in terms of prioritization. This episode is brought to you by Organica. For over 30 years, Organica has been helping Canadians reach their health and wellness goals with natural supplements and functional foods. This summer, power up your hydration with electrolytes plus enhanced collagen. This sugar-free powder delivers essential minerals for rehydration plus 5 grams of collagen for muscle recovery healthy joints, and more. Voted one of Canada's best new products, it's perfect for anyone working up a sweat. Just like me, I love using this. It has zero grams of sugar and that it's available in three delicious flavors. And my personal favorite flavor is the strawberry peach. It's so yummy. So guys, you gotta give it a try and elevate your performance, recovery, and hydration with Organica's Electrolytes Plus Enhanced Collagen. For a limited time, you can save 30% on this must-have by visiting Organica.com slash strong. So that's O-R-G-A-N-I-K-A dot com slash strong. There's a book, Dr. Terry Orbrook wrote a book on um, love and she's called The Love Doctor. And she has researched, I think over the span of 35 years, the longest standing research of couples who were originally married and followed them through that life journey. Now, of this, there were five uh, core or key life values that were important that determined long-term happiness. I will try to remember all five, but I do know where you must be compatible is your um, attitude on finances, right? Mm -hmm. How you both deal with money. Are you a saver? Are you a spender? How many times has money been the breaking point for people, right? So this is something that you want to talk about. How you are plan to raise children, like family and kids, how you deal with family and children is also important. When there's tension in family, when you're raising your children differently, you haven't had that discussion. Another big challenge. Uh, um, faith, your beliefs on faith is also um, important. Not so much politics, 
but faith for so many people, mm. faith is at the core of their life and uh, a high, um, somebody who is very religious and wants to go to church and do all their ceremonies, isn't going to be great with somebody who's an atheist. Yep. Health and fitness, Jenny, is one of the key wow. life values, wow. how you deal with health and fitness. So it's not surprising that the women who are having this pushback, it could be revealing at this point that there could be a major difference in their views of health and finance. Yeah. Now, does it mean you break up and your marriage ends? No, but it also is a really important um, point to have as compatibility yeah. from the beginning. It could bring up both things, like you were saying, fitness and health, but then also finance. If they're investing in themselves and they don't see any, like their partner doesn't see that that's value or why they're spending exactly. their money on that. So it could bring up a lot that. of things. Mm-hmm. So many things and, and say just money alone. If this person's more frugal and they think like you can cook food at home, why spend $700 a month on food? And I'm like, do you know how much time that saves me? And it's better than my cooking. And not really, but, <laughs> but you know, there's variety. It's delivered to your door. It's yeah. portion controlled. I yeah. didn't measure it. It's like all those things, right? So so, and then that's, those are the, the main points. And th- by the way, for those who are listening and those who are not in a relationship yet and dating, you get those straight and have those conversations early before you commit or fall in love or now get really emotional with somebody that, you know, in the long term, it's not going to work out or you're not going to be happy. You'll stay together, but there'll always be issues around that. That's great advice. And, and I know, I think, I've shared this before on the podcast, but when we first had Jackson, um, like Vince and I were like together for seven years, even before Jackson. So we just lived our single beautiful life together. Yeah. Obviously had some struggles here and there, but when we had a child that it, it, it was funny because everything, how he grew up was compared to how I grew up when you have this child together. And a lot of times it can, it can clash. Right. So that was the first time that we actually invested in a marriage coach or or therapist. And so you had to do that, right? Yes. Yes. We did it for what we, we still go here and there, but we did it regularly for about two years after having Jackson, because it was such a huge change with in our life and our relationship. And Yeah, my apologies. I, I just was pulling up that resource. So here are the key life values that that determine that beliefs yeah. about money and finance, yeah. beliefs about family and children, the role of faith or spirituality in your life, beliefs about the importance that's so the only one I was missing of your job or career, oh, and yeah. beliefs about health and fitness. So think about those things. Mm. Your career, your your health, your kids, your finances, your money. Like money and finance is the same thing. So it's not surprising that those are the, 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 the determining kind of the make it or break it. So when these women are, are being um, feeling unsupported, it could be the money that the program takes. It could also be the time that they're being taken away. And mm-hmm. of course, the fitness aspect. Like you said, I didn't decide to go on a diet. You did. That's <laughs> on you. Yeah. Right. And now, and here's the thing. Are they being know-it-alls? I, I know when some people learn new stuff and I, this is the issue with two people who are fitness people is like, well, count your back rows and, oh, this doesn't work. And, and when two coaches are in the house, I remember when my partner and I were both doing a, a course and, uh, and I, 
and we were both coaching each other. And I'm like, we got to stop. We, we like, please don't coach me. Like I will ask you for advice, but it can be very confronting yeah. when somebody, now you feel like all you're doing is making me wrong. And mm-hmm. they might think, oh, they're helping, but you shouldn't eat that. Imagine feeling like you got to hide what you're eating in front of people. So that could yeah. also be something to look at. Yeah. And a lot of times too, I feel like people are telling themselves their own story. They don't actually really know what's going on in the other person's head. Without that communication, you need to, you need to speak to each other and ask and ask questions <laughs> because well, how often than not, then, you know, you're sitting there stewing in your own thoughts, thinking that, you know, this is what the other person's doing when they're actually not feeling that way at all. Yeah. Well, that's another of the four agreements. Don't make assumptions. Like there's Mm. a reason that there's these rules that happen. And you know what they say about assuming you make an ass out of you and me. And how often does that happen? So when people can really stop themselves and think consciously, did, am I making this up? Is there evidence of this happening? Or just ask the question, just don't assume they're insecure. They don't like you or whatever. Who knows? Just ask. Why are you not being supportive? You know, I, this is really important to me. And maybe the answer will come up. Well, why didn't you tell me about it? I think that's really what it is. It's really just being able to have that conversation. Now, this is also another thing that comes up quite often. And it's, and it's personal to me, actually, because uh, I have two young children. We have a few businesses. <laughs> my, my, my partner is my business partner, too. And for me, my family, my husband, they're always first then it's my business. And I find that I don't have a lot of time for my friends, my relationships outside of that. Do you have any advice there on how to actually make the time? Or I even find that it's easier for me to be friends with people that are kind of like the same as me. <laughs> Whereas though, like they, they don't, they don't yeah. need me to like, call, like they're not so needy. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. yes. Um, here's, I've got, I've got, I think I've got great advice for that. And, uh, you know, it's my advice. Oftentimes, Jenny, and I will, I will incorporate my business functions into my friend function sometimes. Mm. Right. So if there's, and and here's a way sometimes, and some of my friends depends on the kinds of friends you have. Number one, Jenny, I think it's about for the, for the friends that I'm not going to say that matter, but for the friends that you really want, that you're really feeling guilty about, that you really want to continue those relationships. It's the same as you to have that conversation with them. Hey, I'm going through a life, I'm going through a a phase in my life right now where I need to blah, blah, blah. And I just don't want you to assume that when I don't call, you know, that we're not friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to say that, but it's nice to do. If you're really feeling that kind of guilt about your friends, do that. The second thing is that your friends can subscribe to you on your social media. Like if I want to see what my friend's up to, I'll go on social media. Hey, if you want to see what I'm up to, you know, here's, here's what I'm up to. And I get it that they're busy. The other thing you can do, Jenny, is maybe you can have quarterly dates. Like mm, maybe you can right have now. an annual date. Like my, some of my friends from high school, these guys, they may never see each other all year long, but they go on a five-day fishing trip. It, it's been 40 years or however long, yeah, four, maybe 30 years that they've been going on this annual fishing trip. If they do nothing all year but catch up on that one week, that's what they'll do. So maybe for you, it's a girl's night once a quarter. 
mm-hmm. or a girl or a, or a, or a, or a um, not an adult slumber party, a getaway retreat. You go to St. Anne or something. Spa yeah. day, mm-hmm. And that's the time that you nurture that relationship. Because if you, at the same time, Jenny, if you cannot find a day in 365 days of the year or a day in three or four months, it's also a matter of letting your family know that. And if you only want to be with other families, then pick a park date where you're already with your boys. Listen, if you want us to get together, I usually take my boys to the park from three to four. This is the park we go to. Come to me. I can't yeah. like I can't really deviate off my routine. It's who's busier. Oftentimes, friends who want to see me, you know what? I'm going to this event. Uh, there'll be time that we can get together. Do you want to go then? Or I take my daughter to ballet. Um, and between that time, I'm happy to talk. So I try to find those pockets and just let them know that. And the ones that are understanding will stay and the ones that won't, won't. But also, Jenny, if you want to maintain those relationships, again, mm-hmm. it's about relationship and it's important to you, whether it's third, fourth, fifth down the road, you, you also are building a business and hopefully having that balanced life. So, you know, maintain those friendships by the phone call, the text, yeah. the shout out on social media you know, miss my friends, blah, blah, blah. I, I would do that. But I, I'm a cheater. I, I just, oh, there's an event. I'm going, <laughs> <You> combine. <laughs> I'm going, I combine everything. And sometimes they don't like me for that. And they'll say, you know, you never have time just for me. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay. Like, or they'll say, can you stop working for a moment and just like unwind? And that's when I, I, I get the like wake up call and go, okay, fine. I, I'll stop working for uh, how long do we have? Like 40 40- <laughs> It's hard when you absolutely love what you do, right? When you're so passionate about it, it becomes like who you are, right? And I often just tell myself, maybe this is just a season because my kids are so young, you know, like I do, I believe in like a bedtime routine. So my kids are in bed at a certain time and then that, that limits your, your, you know, but you know what, Jenny, get out there, right? Kids are in bed. Uh, you don't need a lot of time in my mm-hmm. opinion, quality time. If we got on the phone and we're girlfriends, it's 15 minutes. You know what? I got 15 minutes before I go to bed. Then that's great enough. Just, just give them a little bit of something. It's not breadcrumbing and in, in, in real life, uh, in dating, they call it breadcrumbing, right? But not when you authentically understand you're a mom, you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. If they get you, they'll, they'll understand that. And so even when I tried to reach out to you, it was days or weeks or whatever. I'm not, oh, Jenny sucks. I'm like, she's busy. <laughs> yes, she's busy. Yeah, she's busy. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. totally get we it. We get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, what are some of your, like when somebody finds the right partner, what are the foundations of a good partnership? Uh, okay. So foundations of good partnership, we've, we've mentioned this many times. At the core, it is always communication. Mm-hmm. And it is not forced communication. It is not strained communication. It is not argumentative communication. It really is a flow between you and that person. Um, now, it doesn't mean that people who struggle with communication don't deserve love, but they really need to communicate that they have struggles with communication, right? And mm-hmm. that they're mm-hmm. working on those things. The five key life values, they have to be compatible. It's going to be different for everyone. So make sure that you are um, with somebody where you don't feel like you have to change as a person and that you don't have to change them. 
right? So when you, when people, people make the mistakes of looking for partners where they want to fill a void or fill their own cup with that other partner. Oh, I have mm -hmm. no confidence. I'm going to take a little bit of yours, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't have that much money. I'm going to take a little bit of yours. Now, it doesn't mean you can't look for somebody that has those things, but always come from the space of you are enough and you want to bring someone into your life that's going to enhance that or make it better, right? Because mm -hmm. Jenny, what Jenny on her own is already fabulous. Vinny's just going to like elevate that, hopefully, right? In, the, in those yeah. cases. Yeah. Um, and then- it's dynamics. It, it could be social lifestyle. It could be, you know, not everybody wants to date a matchmaker or be with somebody who's a public figure. Your body is your billboard. Like it takes a certain kind of person to be like, okay, there's my wife's Instagram. She's half naked all the time, but she looks, <laughs> you know, and you're, and, and by the way, your photos are always just really, um, well, like classy and, 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 and um, tasteful. And I'm not saying that other people's are not, but there's a different vibe that different people have. Yeah. And so it's really asking yourself, can you handle this person? Mm -hmm. Guess what? Guys, guys will come to women that are like us, we'll say, and it's a fantasy, but gosh, they can't be with that. Yeah. Because they can't be with that because they're, they're really, they want to have it, but they don't want anybody else to have it, right? Yeah. So yeah. don't look at her, um, you know, why, why are they looking at you? Why are they commenting? Imagine if you had a boyfriend that was like uh, deleting all your, your, your things or getting super personal, like, hey, don't take it personal, yeah. right? So those yeah. are the things that are really, really important is knowing yourself. Can you handle being in this relationship with this person? Can you handle dating an entrepreneur? Can you handle dating a nine to fiver? Can you handle dating a firefighter or their profession? That's why career is so important. Are you going to be a hindrance? You're going to try to manipulate and change this person? Or are you accepting them for who they are, right? So these are things that you've really mm. got to ask yourself before you enter that relationship, which is same with me. Like, what if I... I've always been sort of the one in the limelight of my relationships, but I thought to myself, how would I feel if I dated a celebrity or he was in the spotlight and, and he was getting like, how would I feel? I think I'd be fine with that because I'd understand it, but who knows? You never know yeah. until you're in that situation. So be honest. Do not be afraid to be vocal and just call it what it is. Those are amazing tips. Amazing tips. Where can everyone... <laughs> find you, connect with you. Maybe somebody's looking for a life partner. How could somebody uh, work with you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm easily found. Uh, you can go to my website, carmeliaray.com. Uh, you can also go to Instagram and within on Instagram in my link, I have a link it's called social tap and it really sort of lays out all of the ways that you can connect with me on my website. For those who are single, you can fill out a free confidential application, be part of the singles network. I'm going to be doing a ton of single events. I love to make introductions, whether you are a paying client or not. If I can make a match, we're going to make matches. And it's, it's all that I do. And if you're struggling with dating advice and whatnot, go on my socials. I do TikToks and all of those fun things. So I give free advice all the time. YouTube, Twitter, the whole thing. Just Google Carmelia Ray. You'll find me. I'm very easy to find because I want to have be, I want people to be accessible to me. 
And I'll include some, I'll, I'll include the links yeah. you want me to include in this sure. podcast. So you, you guys can just scroll down and click on, on the links to, to touch base with Carmelia. And I ask everybody that's at the end, what does the word strong mean to you? Oh man, it means so much to me. But when I think of the word strong, personally, I think of safety. Mm. When I think of safety, because when somebody is strong, it feels safe and, and safety in the sense that you can protect, um, you can, um, not be aggressive, but you can win because strength is for me beyond physical strength for me is more about mental, emotional, and physical strength. We have been through a lot. So a strong person is someone I can lean on or stand behind. Okay. (laughs) Oh, who's that? Like, like strong is when I need somebody to open my, my, my uh, pickle jar. Right. Strong is somebody when like there's something going on and I'm looking for like, what, like what's, who's the biggest guy in this room and strong is, are the women leaders that I go to when I'm having a breakdown and I need some inspiration and, and you're one of those women. And so I'm so proud of everything you've done. I'm so honored to be on this podcast, uh, sharing my uh, experience. Oh my God, I'm being a mom right now and feeling very (laughs) full. That's strength though. That is really yeah. strong is being vulnerable is also strength to me and being real is strength to me. Oh, I love that. And I loved chatting with you today. You are a wealth of knowledge when it comes to relationships. I would love to have you back or even come on to our, our masterminds and, and chat all relationship things there. I would love to have I you. I love that. Uh, we can, and I have, you know, in my former company, we had a love couch. So like people could just oh. sit <laughs> have a chat. I love the in-person thing. Really a big fan of your work. And uh, guys, you can tune into my podcast when I'll have Jenny and and, and Diddy also come on. I really love everything that you guys are up to. Yay. Okay. Thank you so much. And we'll chat with you soon. Thanks. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barnevelt Pay. Take care and stay strong.